Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2135. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Guess where I am today? I'm in Pfaffenhausen, Germany. You know what's there? A very special family by the name of Roof. And today, I have Estonia Roof as my guest. Apparently, Aloise is stuck in traffic. So even if you build roof cars, traffic can still slow a roof car down. (laughs) Estonia, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear? And are you ready to release the clutch? Yes, thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. Yes, I'm clutch is ready to go. All right, no kidding. You're always ready to go. Well, I'll let my listeners know, way back in 2014, I had your husband on the show, Alois. Now, I met him and I met you back in, let's see, 1996. I had just picked up a Porsche with my old business partner at the Porsche factory. And the first place we drove to was Pfaffenhausen. I always say that wrong. Pfaffenhausen, Germany, where you and Alois greeted us with open arms, uh, let us ride in and drive one of your incredible cars. And then I believe I saw you again. We were back and I believe it was 2011 at your facility. And the last time I believe I saw you, if I remember right, was at the 2019 jet party during Monterey Car Week. Yes, I think that was the last time. And then we have the, the Corona hiatus. Yes. And we just went back yeah, we didn't we didn't run into each other, unfortunately. Well, will you and Eloise be at Car Week this year? Yes, of course, of course. That is a yearly yearly pilgrimage. You yes, know, you have to do that. Oh, absolutely! For every car enthusiast, I tell everybody: even if you don't want to go to the shows, just go to a cafe, sit down in Carmel or Monterey, and just see the parade of wonderful cars go by. Oh, yes. It's amazing. It's absolutely. Now, will you guys be bringing a car to any specific events? Yes, we'll be bringing two cars. We will be at the newly Motor Motor Look X McCall event yes. at the airport. That would be Wednesday the 17th, and we will be at the Quail Lodge on Friday the, the 19th. I am very fortunate because I'm going to be at both of those events. So we'll get to reconnect somewhat post-COVID corona. I know it's still floating around out there, but things seem to be safer. So I can't wait to see you guys at both of those events. Now, I always start off before I introduce my guests with this unique question. What's one little thing about you, Estonia, that maybe most people don't know? Maybe, what would I say? That I am Venezuelan? Yes. Could that be something? Well, or maybe everybody knows that already. Well, I, you know, I don't know. It's interesting when I have a spouse of a, another guest on the show, and especially someone like you that's so intertwined, and I'll mention in your intro that you're the CEO of the company, um, people are always a bit intrigued because it's not like you're in the background. I mean, you're in the foreground of this company, but of course, Aloise and the name Roof have been tied so closely together. But this begs the next question I have for you, and that is, how did a lady from so far away from Germany end up meeting a guy in Germany who builds very cool cars? You know, that it was fate, I say, because we didn't meet in Germany. We didn't meet in Venezuela. We met in Oklahoma City. What? Of all the places. Oh, my. Well, okay. Now I have to hear the rest of the story. Well, you know, I, 
he's always been invited to the Porsche clubs as a guest speaker. And that year, that was 1992, when 30 years ago, that's when we met. I just realized that. Wow. And then, uh, yes, and he was one of the guest speakers together with with others that were, and the event was happening in Oklahoma. You know, the, the Porsche Club of America, they move in different states. Oh, and, the Porsche and Parade. The, you know, it was, it, it was called Porsche Award Bonnet. And oh, they had oh, the yes. tech tactics. Yes. They, and they used to have the tech tactics, and he was one of a guest speaker for the, for the roof cars, you know. And at the time, all the roof cars they were based in the 964 and, Yellow birds and stuff like that. Oh, of course. Well, this is a testament to that term, the world is small. How could a, a, a lady from Venezuela meet a man from Germany in Oklahoma City? Well, guess what? As always, cars bring us together, right? Yeah, cars brought us together. Porsche brought us together. Porsche, de- most definitely. Well, let me give you a proper introduction, and we're going to dive into your world a bit here. For 83 years, Roof Automobile has worked in pursuit of the perfect driving experience. Back in 1974, Alois Roof Jr. took over directorship upon his father's passing. And by 1983, he had built the first roof badge car, the BTR. It set a production car speed record of 186 miles an hour. Then four years later, he bettered that with the CTR Yellowbird. And that was the subject of the first ever viral video called Fascination on the Nürburgring. We've all seen that. And it set another production car speed record of 200 and 17 miles per hour. The roofs continue to innovate and has released many firsts in their sports car production. A roof automobile remains a family-owned operation with his beautiful wife, Estonia, who we're lucky enough to talk to today, serving as CEO of the company. The two have become like family to hundreds of automotive enthusiasts worldwide. And each year, roof owners and those enthusiasts travel from around the world to visit Estonia and Alois at the roof headquarters, just like I did. And I can tell you, listeners, that when you go visit roof they do welcome you with open arms you do feel like family we'll be back in just a moment but first a word from our valued sponsors so sit tight keep the seatbelts on we're traveling fast with the roof we'll be right back you know i've been an advocate for covercraft products to protect my vehicles for decades but did you know that they also offer you top quality products for your boats and watercraft covercraft puts their quality design manufacturing and fabrics into their full cover bimini tops T-tops, boat lift covers, outboard motor covers, personal watercraft, and accessories. Protect your marine toys from damaging UV ray, and you'll get the same high-quality fit and finish you've come to know for your road vehicles for your watercraft. And I've got a great offer for you as well. As usual, use the code YEAH21 at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off, and you get free shipping too. Simply use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you on the road and even on the water. Visit Covercraft.com today. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled 
are stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. So Estonia, we are back. So I want to dive a little deeper into the corner with you and your involvement with the business. You shared how you and Eloise met. From there, you ended up dating, you ended up together, and now you're a key, well, you have been for a long time, a key part of the business. So at what point when you and Eloise were together, did he or you say, I want to be a part of this company? Actually, at no point at all. No, we point. never make any. Plans. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I just happened to come here. It was, it was a funny story, and you know, and then I was. We, we live in the country, as you know, Pfaffenhausen in the countryside, and I moved here from. I, I always work. I want. I wanted to make sure to that I, I grew up in the family business back in Venezuela, and when I was studying during during my university studies, I always worked. So I came here. I didn't have to work. Nobody told me I had to do something. But then, uh, you know, I said, well, I'm going to learn German. And then, you know, I was doing house, house being a house woman, you know, doing the stuff in the house. And then all of a sudden, it's like there was not much to do. And then I will, I started coming in the afternoon to the company and helping with the, you know, a little bit with the English, whatever I could, because there was not, not a lot of people speaking English and we have a lot of correspondence in English. And the only person who needed to answer that was Alois. And then he said, let me help you on, on this, you know, so you don't have, it was mountains of papers that, of course, doing the daily work and doing paperwork, that's not his strength. And he needed it because he didn't have somebody who spoke English. That was back in 1996. The year that you pick up your car, was it a 996, the car you picked up? Yeah. A 993 C4S. C4S, yes. And then, uh, then, you know, that was actually my first year in Pfaffenhausen when you came. And then, you know, and then it went from them all of a sudden. I just didn't come in the afternoon. They, then I have, I created my, my own con. I was answering faxes. Imagine we have faxes out there. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so I was, uh, you know, I was typing and answering the faxes. And then I didn't ask him. I tried to ask him at least the least questions as possible. So I went to the floor to the workshop and with hands and feet, because my German was very poor at that time, I got to learn. You know, ask them the questions and, and then I became, you know, I, 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 after they answered the questions that I asked, then I went back and I wanted to comprehend the whole picture. So I was learning German and the local dialect. And yeah, that's, and it went, the rest is history, you know, and they became so involved and, and, you know, we were test driving the CTR2 at that time. I don't know if you remember, based on the 993. Oh, yeah. We were building that when you came, and I remember going at the middle of the night, two o'clock in the morning, going holding the tachometer in my hand, and he was going, "Tell me, tell me 
start counting after we go 315 kilometers per hour. Oh my gosh. In the middle of the night, you know, I went on a ride through those those farm fields. Uh, you guys strapped me into a car with one of your drivers. And I, I've told so many people this story, Estonia. I got in the car. It had a full four-point harness. Your driver got in. He he spoke only German. He looked at me and he said, in kind of broken English, are your belts tight? And I said, I think so. And he reached over and he cinched them down really tight. And he said, <laughs> hold on. And we took off. And I... I think when I got out of that car, my knees were shaking. It was so incredible. And then you were kind enough to let me drive the car. I didn't drive it like he did it. I trust me. But that trip, that trip <laughs> is, is like, Nobody. yeah, <laughs> that trip is in my skull. It will never leave me. But I have to ask you this. Have you always been a bit of a car girl? Have you always loved automobiles? I always like cars. But, I'm, you know, to be a car crazy, you're born. You're not built, made. Now I became a roof crazy because I'm so involved in just every part of the of the development as being non-engineering, as part of the strategic, and that I have become to understand and love the car. I understand the cars are not cars; they are their own their own beings. Yes, you know when you love them. And but I I always like cars. I in college I fell in love with it in Alfa Romeo. Ooh. Which I drove and it was very difficult because, you know, after I purchased it, I realized why it was so cheap because it had so many problems. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, they, they're that <laughs> and, and, way. And, 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 and being in Kansas, you can imagine, I think that was the only Alfa Romeo that was there, but I loved it because I loved the movie The Graduate and the, the, the model was. Oh, the Alfa duetto. The, the Graduate. Yeah, the dress of the Graduate. And I have these romantic ideas, you know, that, but, you know, I, I enjoyed the car and I was very attached to the car. And then, yeah, they make me work even harder during my college years because I needed to constantly fix it. So <laughs> there was not a... Yeah, unfortunately, that's the way that that is, but not with German cars and not with Porsche. You know, one of the things I want to talk about with you today is the roof is aligned with so many innovative, what I call firsts. And a couple of them that I know about, they, you released the first production car with a carbon ceramic brakes, which was the CTR2, the first electric sports car, the E-Roof, and the first rear engine car with carbon fiber monocoque. That was back in 2017, the CTR. You guys are all about moving things way forward. And is that going to be the continued tradition? Because as we move into the world of electric vehicles, uh, that's coming on strong. And I would assume, and I wanted to touch on that, uh, learning about the first electric sports car you guys built. Is that the future of Roof, do you see? I don't see it as a future of Roof. Roof is such a small company. We're a small company, very innovative, very flexible. And I think because of the size that we are, that makes it possible you know we started this we built actually the first e-roof in back in 2008 yeah long time ago you guys were way ahead of the curve yeah and then we wanted you know we we are owners we produce our own energy of a hydropower plant and we wanted to have the idea to see what kind of a range we could we could do with them with the with the car, if you could, you know, we call it emotions with our mission. <laughs> to, in order it. you have the emotions of the 911 without the emissions, and we could really be 100 percent 
green. We will use our own energy that was produced by water. Of, of course, nothing is 100% green because, you know, when you have batteries, they have to be produced, they have to be built. It is A, a lot of people don't understand that. They, they think that if, if you have a car with batteries, it's 100% green. It's a compromise. Right. Of course. Then we wanted to use that to use our own production of energy and to make it a city, a city car, you know, a city hopper that you will drive to work like within the 100 kilometers range. Right. And nobody believed that we were, for a while, I thought like, I wonder what we were doing before the electric car because uh, we couldn't, we have so much um press and television and people coming from all over just to see the electric Porsche, like they say, like they call it. And then, you know, it was really, and they kept asking us, why not in a Porsche? Why a Porsche? And we say, okay, if you would have made a Polo or a Golf, nobody will care. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know that. Yeah. And the car was performing really, really, really well. And we, we had a, a we did a collaboration. We built over 20 cars. And then Siemens, the company Siemens, they have a, a department with the one to do e-mobility. And they gave us, a, we had a contract to develop few cars for them. And we did. And then we thought, okay, the, the batteries, everybody was willing to invite us to make a little bit of advertisement of the brand, but nobody was really buying the cars. You must not forget at that time, the set of batteries was costing about 80,000 euros. Oh, ouch. Yeah, yeah. And, and no, nowhere to plug it in while you're driving somewhere. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then to do that, I mean, the idea was good. But now, you know, we cannot compete with the, with the bigger players that have entered the market. We probably will have to make a handful to, for, you know, to keep the, the balance of green or the production emission and yeah, but I don't see that as a, as a future. I think we need all need to recognize the how far the combustion engines have become and how clean they have become. Nobody remembers that. Like when you were driving in LA in the seventies, oh, you were it was high horrible. Would be burning. Yeah, yeah. Was, and look, but nobody talked about that. They look how well we're doing now. Look at us. Now we could see each other. Yes, and we could we could. Uh, drive and how much cleaner we have become. And I think, uh, I believe in the electromobility, but having both sides, electric and continuing better, making the emissions of the, of the combustion engine better. Yes. Like we have been today. And I think it has to be recognized. I believe the same thing. And who knows, maybe at some point hydrogen will become a reality as well. I've talked to a lot of people on this show about electric vehicles, but also alternative fuel sources for cars. So yeah, we're in a bit of a, a unique time period in life, that's for sure. I think in biofuels, I think biofuels is a great alternative. Of course, hydrogen, but it needs a lot of energy. I think biofuels will be something really positive, but I think we won't have enough infrastructure right. for the amount of vehicles that are needed. Yeah. Well, in this country, in the U.S., we don't have enough of a power grid if we switched all the cars to electric tomorrow. So there's definitely a lot of work to be done. I would like to ask you, Estonia, about what I call a driving inspiration, an inspirational person, a mentor, somebody in your life that has been very influential in a very positive way. Who would that be? 
That would be my grandpa. Ah, wonderful. Tell me about him. My grandfather was an immigrant from Estonia. My grandfather went to Venezuela. My grandfather worked very hard. He had fear of nothing, just like my husband described his father. Everything was like work hard, work smart, and stay focused. Yes. And he, and be honest. Be yeah. honest with yourself. Be honest with the rest. If not, every, everything comes back to you. And I think I'm working hard and being good to the rest. That has been my biggest motto. And being kind. Wonderful man to have in your life. You're very fortunate. Yeah, very fortunate since I lost my dad when I was four months old. Oh, my gosh. So he took the role. Yeah, my my mother was very young, so he took the role of my, my, my father. So he was very inspirational. He was tough for me, and, and which was good. I needed some discipline. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. But, yeah. You know, I didn't learn business. I, as a growing up, I was mostly doing business where he was doing his business. So I learned a lot. Yeah. And then, wow. yeah. Very fortunate. Well, we'll take a short break. We'll thank some more sponsors here. We come back. I always ask my guests about what I call the challenge question. So keep your seatbelts on. We're here with Estonia Roof having some fun talking cars. We'll be right back. You listeners know that I'm a huge car care fanatic, and my friends at AutoGeek created their Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant for perfectionists like you and me. Wolfgang a Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is designed to provide long-lasting protection and a glossy, slick finish that, well, it's unmatched. The use of polymer technology ensures your paint is protected from environmental contaminants, those damaging UV rays, and lasts up to three months long. By providing the glossy look of carnauba wax with the longevity of a synthetic formula, Wolfgang a Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is the best of both worlds. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's Autogeek.net. Jim Canova is a past guest here on Cars Yeah, and he's detailed over 8,000 vehicles. And that kind of professional experience leads to innovation. He was tired of uncomfortable stools and creepers and being down on his knees when detailing cars. So as a result, Jim thought you know what, there must be a better way. And he invented the Bumby Seat. His unique design gets you off your knees and your bum onto a far more comfortable seating position for all your low-level automotive detailing. The Bumby Seat, with its patented full-flat design, allows you to adjust your position to the task at hand. Convenient side trays hold your car care products, tools, cloths, or a tasty beverage. Built for the toughest driveways and garage tests, the Bumby Seat has wheels that roll easily over almost any surface, and it makes a great around-the-home adjustable stool for hobbies, yard work, or take it to the car show. The full-flat design makes storage a breeze. Jim has launched an Indiegogo fundraiser, and you can get in on the start of what's sure to be an industry favorite. Go to Indiegogo.com and type in Bumby Seat, that's B-U-M-B-E-E, Seat, to be one of the first in line to start improving your automotive detailing experience today. That's Bumby Seat on the Indiegogo.com website. A fun folding mobile seat design. So Estonia, I ask all my guests this question. It's what I call the challenge question. I want you to share a big challenge, a big obstacle, 
even maybe a big failure in your life. This could be in your life or in your business. But more importantly, what was the incredibly valuable lesson it taught you so you could move forward in a positive way? Well, the biggest challenge I have was a health-related challenge. I've been, I'm a 30-year cancer survivor. Oh, well, my mom, my mom has been about the same. And then I've been very fortunate to get a second chance. The biggest challenge was how to get over, how to fight it. And I fought it. And I think all the stars were aligned for me to win over it. And they taught me to leave, live and be happy. Well, that's what I was going to ask you next, because I've had many, many guests out of the over 2,100 guests who have had to deal with cancer. As I mentioned, my mother uh, is about a 30-year-plus cancer survivor. And I always ask, yeah, what was that lesson? Because those of us who've been blessed to not have to deal with that, we sometimes take things for granted, right? Yeah, yeah but not, nothing is for granted. And, you know, I try to live and be happy and give the best and enjoy what I do. Of course, you encounter daily challenges, you know, problem, little problem here, little problems there. And when you have overcome this enormous problem, because it's an enormous problem, then you see everything is little and solvable. Yes, absolutely. Well, awesome. So happy that you're here with us still today. And that's tremendous. What a fight. So I always ask my guests about one special vehicle in their life. You mentioned uh, way, way back that little uh, Alfa Romeo, but I would like to bring this perhaps a little forward from that and talk about one of the roof cars that you folks have created and built. That really might mean something. I know they're all special. And of course, in the words of Dr. Portia, the next one is the most special one. But I'd like you to talk about one car that you guys have built that maybe holds a special place in your heart. Well, it was a 1994 roof RCT based on the 964 RS chassis that I drove when I first came to Germany. And I loved that car. That car was amazing. And it was actually like, Driving that car was like if you jump from kindergarten to university in a driving <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and then I, I remember we, my husband and I, we used to de- deliver the cars that were here for service to the customers. Not all of them, but some of them, if we needed to be going someplace and the customer would be in, on the way there. So I said, oh, I have this customer for close to Stuttgart. He has a car here for service. We drive it. We go there. And then yeah, we take two cars. And I remember once, I, you know, after I was driving this RCT, the single turbo, 964 base. Uh, and then, you know, I, I, I was going, you know, I was going like, ah, oh, this car is not performing. This car is not performing. And then I, I stopped, you know, I started flashing the light. I said, we cannot deliver this car. The car is not performing. And then, what is the problem? I said, it has no power. He said, no, 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 this is a normal one. Don't worry, the car is performing. <laughs> That's, yeah, a base model. You know, I, I had a 1991 964 that was just a, del- it was my daily driver. I love that car. It was just so, so cool. But I cannot even imagine putting a turbo on that thing. I mean, just bullet down the road. Yeah, it's amazing, but you have to come back. We have to play card games. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take you up on that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's too long. It has been too long, that's for sure. So, Estonia, this is a question I can almost guarantee you nobody has ever asked you this question. And I want you to really think about this for me. If you were 
reincarnated, the pun is intended, manifest as a vehicle. This isn't what you want to be. This is how you perceive you as the lady in the mirror, all your personality traits, your talents, maybe some flaws, whatever they might be. That All that wrapped into a car. What would Estonia roof be? But more importantly, why? I thought about this. I would like to be, I have, I have a problem. I have two that I would like to be. One will be a 917. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love that car. Yeah. One no day it probably will make something look like that. I think it's amazing. The design, the performance, you know, yeah. or a yellow bird. Right. Both yeah. of them, both of them don't know how to go slow. <laughs> and I have difficulty going slow as my temperament. I mean, not just about the cars, but the way I do things, the way I move around. So I could relate to both of them. That when they, they don't like to be stuck in traffic, they don't know how to run smoothly under power, you know, low rev. So I think either one. Well, those are two very, very different vehicles. But you think about the Porsche 917. It's one of those designs and looks and race cars that has stood the test of time. It's just... It still looks as beautiful today as it did when it was built. But I, I'm going to lean you towards the yellow bird because I love the way you answered that. Ever since I've known you, you are such a vivacious, just alive. Maybe it's a little bit of that Venezuelan Latin persona going on that uh, is just happy and uh, having fun. So I, I think I'm going to lean you towards the yellow bird. I think that's I think that's the true <laughs> Estonia. Am I okay with doing that? Yeah, it's okay, but I thought both cars, you know, the 917 as a race car doesn't like to go slow. And the Yellow Bird is not a race car, but also doesn't like to go slow. So they're beautiful and they're amazing, the design, you know, the classic 911 shape and the beautiful shape of 917. But I think I could settle with Yellow Bird. That will be all right. Okay, well, I'm going to, for you listeners, if you've not seen the, the video that was put out years ago about the CTR Yellow Bird, uh, at the Nuremberg ring. I'm going to put a link to that on Estonia's show notes page. You have to watch that because it is insane. And it went nuts when it came out. I mean, everybody was talking about that thing. And if you've ever been in a yellow bird and I have, you'll know why, because that car will light <laughs> you up. Absolutely. So how about a great book that you would like to share with our listeners today? We love books. This could be a car book. It could be a self-help book. It could be fiction, nonfiction. Is there a book that you've read that you would love to share? Yeah, I love the author, a Latin author. His name is Gabriel Garcia Marquez, and he wrote 100 Years of Solitude, and I oh. love that book. Okay. I, it's a very long book, and I needed to read that when I was in school, like in high school, my third year of high school, and I thought that would be a terrible thing to do because <laughs> it's so bad, you know? Yes, <laughs> yeah. And then I have been reading this book, Throughout my life, in different stages of my life. I love that book. I can recommend it. Of course, I can relate more because it's, a, a, it's how Latin America kind of like developed in the way of a novel. Oh. A very, yeah. And then, and the other book that I like, I like Herman Hess. I read, a, I read this book also being very young. I didn't have to read it for school, but a friend of, my, of mine gave it to me called Damien by Herman Hess, the German author. And it was a little bit before the war, and it's very, very interesting. And it talks a lot about mediocrity and how not to be mediocre. And you know, it's very interesting. And that had those books have marked my life somehow. 
Wow. Because in many situations, and and again, I read it when I was very young, and throughout the years, I read them again, and I saw the books with different lights. I mean, I read a lot. I, I, I love I love books, and it's yeah. Really interesting. Well, I appreciate that because I've had so many books recommended. In fact, there's a place on the Carja website called Guest Recommended Books where there's well over 2,500 books listed there with quick, easy clicks to buy. I don't believe anybody has ever recommended those two books, Estonia. So you brought some new, fresh reading. And that 100 Years of Solitude reminds me of in high school, I had to read War and Peace. And I looked at that. Yeah, I had to read that one too. I think yeah. I had to read that in, in English in the junior college. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a big book too. Yeah. It's like, how am I going to get yeah. through this? So yeah. So today I'm going to enable you to have some fun. I'm going to buy you any vehicle in the world. I'm going to enable you to take it anywhere in the world and go for a drive. And you can bring anyone with you. It could even be somebody who has passed. So somebody from the past could join you. So what does the ultimate drive look like for Estonia roof? I have to think about this. <laughs> it's it's a lot of stuff to put together. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff to put together. I always say I always say break it down into the pieces. I would love to take my grandpa. Of course. I was hoping you're gonna say that. And take him in a roof cart and show him. Look what I put together. Look yeah. what I hope put together. Yes. Because we are a team. There is nobody here that makes anything on their own. We are all as a team and look what part of the team has become. Wow. I think that would be, yeah. And I'm I, in the roof car. And I would probably like to show off, tell him, look, now I finally have I have my own ranch rover. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> finally. <laughs> you know, I, I wish I could make that happen. That would be one incredible ride. I am sure your grandfather's smile would go from ear to ear. He, I'm sure he's so proud of you. And uh, yeah, that would be pretty darn cool. Wow, makes my uh, makes my arms tingle a little bit thinking about that um, that history <laughs> and what he's taught you. Uh, Estonia, you have taken us, and I knew this would be fun on a very wonderful ride today. And I want to thank you for taking time out of a busy schedule. I cannot wait to see you and Alois at the jet party this year, and of course at the quail. We are going to have so much fun reuniting in person. Before I let you go, would you share maybe a words of inspiration, a success quote, or a mantra that means something to you that might mean something to one of our listeners or maybe all of them out there today? Yeah, well, you know, we have a very dear friend, which is a car aficionado will be understatement, and his words are always never leave. <laughs> I think his name is Bruce. Yes, exactly, Bruce. And I think that is the best words. Our dear friend Bruce Myers, and he's such an inspirational person in the automobile world. And I think never lift, never give up. L don't let anybody interfere with your dream. And if it's a failure, it's your failure. Yeah. When you make the decision based on somebody else's idea, then it's their failure that you're responsible for. So make your own failure. Don't yeah. be afraid. Bruce has been a guest here on Cars yeah, a few times, and he has a, a yellow bird of your cars. I believe it is. Yes. Maybe, yeah, and I saw that car. I've seen that car a couple of times. I saw it at the Quail. Uh, I saw it out at the racetrack at Laguna Seca. And, of course, he's got quite the uh, incredible car collection. But I love those sayings, those two words from Bruce. They are awesome, and they go on life and cars. How can people learn more about Roof Automobile, Estonia? Well, come and see us. Look it up in, in our Instagram, Roof 
since 1939. Our Facebook page, you know, we try to put uh, as, ma- as many pictures in our Instagram and Facebook and our web page because when you come here, as you might remember, every corner could be a different story. It's just a constant story happening every day. It is so much content. And when we have this, when I see uh, my team, our team out there working, how they develop the enthusiasm is really amazing. And we're very proud of all of them. We're very proud of what we have put together as a whole. And come and see us and come and if, if give us any feedback, how would, what more would you like to see in our Instagram or Facebook so we could put it out there. Absolutely. I'll put links to all of these on Estonia's show notes page. Uh, I definitely follow Roof. Uh, if you're lucky enough to be over in Germany near Pfaffenhausen or make a trip there, you'll be blown away. Not only what they do with the cars they build, but the cars they restore. Quite an amazing empire that you and your team have built, Estonia. So proud of all of you guys. And I want to do a shout out. Thank you to our good friends at Con Media, Kevin uh, Miraposi. Mirzaposi, sorry, Kevin Mirzaposi, uh, who put us together today. Uh, Con Media, the folks there are awesome. Nikki Reedmiller and all the folks at Con bring me some incredible guests. Estonia, thank you for spending some time with me today, sharing your life story. What fun. I cannot wait to see you at the Quail in the Jet Party during Car Week. Thank you. Don't forget that the SCR will be at the Jet Party and we bring a little surprise that you have to come and see it. I will be there. We'll have some fun. Thank you so much for being with me today. (laughs) This was fun. You're welcome. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. Have you looked under your hood recently? The average car today has more than 70 computers and 100 million lines of code. Today and tomorrow, being a professional technician requires an understanding of technology, computers, and electrical systems that are highly advanced and very complex. Cars yeah is honored to support TechForce Foundation as our charity of choice. Their efforts to help young people pursue a technical education and a fulfilling career as automotive techs is the key to an inspired life. Through scholarships, grants, and good old-fashioned hands-on experiences with vehicles, TechForce and Carsia are working together to connect young people with viable careers. Join us and learn more by visiting techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Carsia. Drive on over to carsia.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!